Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. One, two, three, four. Hey, do you know that? Well, I was telling you earlier today that today actually marks the you know, the official one year of when we published a podcast episode. Yeah, you told me that. We were in my garage one year ago today. Can you believe that? Trying to figure out how to work a mic. Right. And so the trailer actually mm-hmm. went out about a year ago. And then a couple of days later, we threw out our first episode. And I went back and I listened to it this weekend. I was like, oh, man. But well, you know what? We're still if, trying to figure it out. If you could go back and tell ourselves something, what would you now? What would you tell us? Well, one thing that I did like is we just did it, right? We yeah. didn't start, we just did it. And I would probably tell my, I would probably tell us to do the same thing. Just go do it. Cause at that one point we were saying, well, let's wait like two months or three months and then do yeah. it. And we just did it and started figuring out. The other piece I would say is don't be so critical. Yeah. I was going to say stop overly analyzing everything. Mm-hmm. We were analyzing everything, everything I know. we were like oh god did you hear the way i said the word the like that that didn't sound good <laughs> or whatever like we're gonna be way too critical totally were we are in the february 14th valentine's day time and so we are gonna be talking a little bit about that today so i'm excited to be with you pal hey i'm wishing you good luck on the show today hey i want i want you to have the best show. maybe this will be the show that breaks us out what do you it think? Might, this it, might be, it might be like it might I said, be, we, we keep saying this to each other every week. One of these weeks, we'll be right. Yeah, maybe we'll go. Yeah. So you ready to go, Pop? I'm ready, man. Let's raise that frequency. Let's go spread good out into the podcast universe. Hey, episode 2P61. Super excited to be checking in with you today, wherever you are listening. Man, you could be in the car listening to us. Mm-hmm. Be on the couch listening to us. You could be walking. You could be working out. You could be doing a lot of different things, but wherever you are, we're excited that you're checking in with us. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. Hey, and we are the two principals. Hey, if this is your first time tuning into the 2P pod, we appreciate you hanging out with us. If this is not your first time hanging out with us, we appreciate you coming back. Okay. Go ahead and follow, subscribe, rate our show. We would love for you to do that and uh, spread the word to your friends as far as the message that we're trying to get out there. But Ultimately, just thanks for sitting down and checking in with us today. Absolutely, Kevin. We Just like we always say, we're two principals. We are active principals in the trenches of the principalship every day. So all you principals, educators, leaders out there, we hear you. We're with you. And we're talking things that hopefully can help you become better. It's helping Kevin and I become better. And Kevin and I just like hanging out. We enjoy life and just trying to get better every day. And like I said, KJ and I are on our journey and hopefully you are on your journey to a healthier and happier you. One step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, just real quick, twoprinciples.com. 
you can find us. And that's where we have a blog. We put out a blog every Sunday. And it's a topic that Kevin and I discuss, we talk about, and it's just a quick little piece that can that helps us and hopefully it's helping you. But you can check that out, twoprinciples.com. You can also find us on all the social media accounts, X, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, you name it. We like to interact with you. So give us a follow and interact with us. We like to put good stuff out there too. Like we said, put the good out in the world and Trying to help everybody out there. Hey, what do we got for some? I kind of wanted a couple songs today. So, do you got that hooked up for us today? Do we got a couple of good ones? Here, hold on. I got to raise my desk here. This is bugging me. Hold on. Check that out. There we go. Hey, it's a little you, low. It's feeling a little that, low. Yeah. Something's well, wrong. I'm like, yeah. something doesn't feel right. Now I feel better. Okay. You, you look better too, by the way. You ready? <laughs> you ready? This is our first one in the theme of Valentine's. Yeah. A little Valentine's love. We're calling Crazy Little Thing Called Love by Queen. Yep. This is a good tune. Are you a big Valentine's Day guy? No, not at all. So you don't buy Queen a bunch like of stuff? No, Queen and I, we don't do that. She isn't either. It's great. It's a great work. It it's, works out great. It works for you guys. You know what? So yeah, Becky and I, we do a little bit. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but you know what? I remember, I remember when you're courting somebody or dating somebody or going out with somebody, right? You mean like back in 1890? <laughs> Jeez, courting. Well, is that, I don't know. I don't know. What's the term now? Do they use that? What's the term? You just date or what? Going know. out, hanging out, whatever it is. But yeah. I remember back doing that stuff, you know, getting the little teddy bears and those little hearts and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's a crazy little thing called Love by Queen. But you know what? I do have the anthem for our I thought about this. I, you know, you and I have been talking about this episode and talking about what we're going to talk about here. So let's just crank this puppy up. Here we go. So you got one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to have this on my, uh, you know, your playlist for when you. You know, you're, you're playing. Oh, you sure. Have your top your pre-game, song. your pre-game. Yeah, pre-game stuff. Uh, On your disc man. Yeah, this is a little kickstart my heart by the crew, Motley Crew. And you know what I was thinking today? We're going to talk about the importance of heart health for principals. It's February. It's love month. That's what we're going to call it. And we're going to have a little kickstart my heart. And the song, Powerful Upbeat Nature to be utilized to inspire principals to kickstart their own hearts by prioritizing their heart health, staying active, maintaining a positive mindset to lead with strength and resilience. Kevin, Kickstart My Heart aligns with the message of the episode, urging principals to fuel their passion and energy for leadership by prioritizing their heart health. So there we go, folks. Kickstart My Heart is the anthem, is the song for today's episode. You big crew guy, you or you uh, like those? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Guns and Roses probably more than mm-hmm. Motley, but it was all good. It was all good. Yeah, this is a good. That was a good pump up song. All right, hey, what up. do we got for the random question? Oh yeah, random question of the show, and let's you know what? Let's kickstart our heart with the thought provoking. Would you rather question related to heart health? And here it okay. is, Kev. Okay. So, would you rather never experience stress again in your life, or have? a guaranteed healthy heart for the rest of your life. So would you rather never experience stress again in your life or have a guaranteed healthy heart for the rest of your life? So can I work off the assumption that you're telling me if I choose healthy heart that I'm going to have stress, but the stress is not going to adversely affect my heart? Yeah, I mean, it could. Well, yeah, then I'll take a healthy heart. 
Yeah, take, you're going to yeah. take a healthy. I know. I was thinking, you know, I, I saw that question pop up and I'm like, oh, never have stress again. But, you know, there is the good stress too, right? There is a positive thing with stress, but there is that, like we've talked about before, that chronic that can really eat away at the inside of you. And so I, w- I don't want that. No. But a healthy heart, I mean, there's so much to a healthy heart and maybe the things you're doing that get you your healthy heart are also helping with your stress level. So I'm going to go with you too. I'm going with a healthy heart the rest of my life. I love it. That's good. That's good. I love it. Hey, let's, the topic today, we are going to talk about the importance of heart health for principles because we are February. We are the love month here. We are the two principles and we have two hearts. You even have a heart, dude. I can't believe that. Sometimes, you know what? People have probably told you, does that guy even have a heart? Yeah, yeah. He's like, such like a what's ruthless. his name? The green guy. What's his name? The Grinch. The Grinch? Yeah. yeah. We're not going to call you the Grinch. Kevin. No. I know you've got a heart there, but we are going to talk about the heart. So today we're going to discuss the importance of heart health for school leaders. As principals, we often prioritize the well-being of our students and staff, but it's important to remember to take care of your own health as well. Absolutely. And just like every week, we're going to be diving into a few statistics surrounding heart health specifically for principals, and we're going to provide some practical strategies and advice for leaders to begin implementing right away into their own practices. Absolutely. We, let's define it. I always like to, you know, when we throw out the, you know, the importance of heart health for principals. So let's get that defined. I always want to know, get some clarity around mm-hmm. the topic. What do we mean by it? But the importance of heart health for principles refers to the significance of maintaining a healthy heart and cardiovascular system for school principals. So this means that principals need to prioritize their heart health by adopting healthy lifestyle habits such as regular exercise, balanced diet, stress management, and regular medical checkups. Yeah, for principals, maintaining good heart health is crucial, obviously, as it directly impacts their ability to effectively carry out their responsibilities. A healthy heart enables principals to have the energy, the stamina, the mental acuity needed to lead their schools, make critical decisions, handle stressful situations, and most importantly, effectively interact with staff, students, and parents. Additionally, Promoting heart health can set a positive example for school community and contribute to a culture of wellness within the educational institution as a whole. That's right. Why don't you, we a statistic, let's share. Yeah, we got some stats here. We got some stats here. Let me ask you this, Jason. Did you know that heart disease is the leading cause of death for both men and women in the United States? Did you know that? I, I did know that. I did because I, I you know because we talked obvious. about it, but still, <laughs> but it's I did, pretty yeah. astounding. It is it? And you that. think, yeah, and you think about the role of a leader, a principal, mm-hmm. and the amount of things that are going on. And if we're not, you know, we always talk about checking in with yourself. I mean, you just think about a typical Tuesday or a yeah. Monday, man. That can do a lot on your heart. So, well, yeah, and kind of piggybacking off of this. So, according to the American Heart Association, someone in the U.S. dies from heart disease approximately. Every 36 seconds. Okay. I did not know that. No, that's amazing. Obviously, that is a very sobering statistic, and it certainly highlights the importance of prioritizing heart health. I mean, that is, that's your ticker. That's your ticker. That's the thing that gives you life. Oh, man. um, You think think about those pictures you and I, when we were mm -hmm. presenting a few weeks ago or a month ago, whenever that was, and looking at you and me when back nine years ago. Yeah. 
And I mean, I know my heart was not in a good spot there because I wasn't taking care of myself. It wasn't, it's not just your heart too. I don't know if I ever told you this, but not long before one of those pictures that we used in that presentation. So it was right before my, would have been my 40, 41st birthday. Yeah. I was also diagnosed with fatty liver disease. Jeez. Yeah. Which completely reversed. But that was, so yeah, my heart was probably not healthy. My liver was not healthy. Oh man. All sorts of stuff. So. Yeah. It's also worth noting that the demands of a principal can be incredibly stressful. We know that we're in the trenches. So principals, leaders out there, we get it. I mean, even sometimes we talk about all this stuff during the week, Kevin, and we do our jobs and we love our jobs, but it's a stressful job and the chronic stress can play and significantly impact your heart health. So it's essential for school leaders to pay attention to their physical and mental well-being in order to avoid the negative health effects associated with stress. Because, hate to say it, pal, I was walking out today, walking out of the building with another colleague, and it is, it's overwhelming, right? Mm -hmm. And so what can you do to do that? So let's, I want to dive in and I want to ask you a question here. What are some common risk factors for heart disease that school leaders actually should just be aware of. And I know we talked about that statistic there. And I still, that is a sobering statistic that someone in the United States dies of heart disease approximately every 36 seconds. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, uh, let's talk about a half a dozen or so, some common risk factors. Number one, sedentary lifestyle, basically just a lack of physical activity. Okay. So if you also call that a couch potato every day. Exactly. Layman's terms, it's couch potato. It's somebody that just It's not, you know, maybe their job is also sedentary. Maybe they're an office type setting where they're basically spending 90% of their day sitting at a desk and then they go home and they don't have good habits and they don't move. They basically go from the office to home, to the couch, to the bed, and they just repeat that. And somebody who is chronically avoiding getting their heart rate up on a regular basis, you know, that's sedentary. So that's definitely a common risk factor. Another big one, unhealthy diet, okay? Consuming foods high in saturated fats, trans fats, cholesterol, sodium. Of course, those processed are- foods, Processed foods. Processed foods, right? Stuff, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, we're not gonna go into the literature and the no. research, but I mean, it's just, it's common knowledge. Yep. What you are putting into your body is physically impacting how healthy you are. I mean, it's just a mm-hmm. fact. There's a great series out there on Netflix that came out not too long ago called You Are What You Eat. I think that's what it's called. I think it's a four-part series and it's talking just about this. Obesity, obviously these, you know, are in conjunction with being sedentary and eating unhealthy, but of course being overweight is a significant risk factor for heart disease, high blood pressure. And again, you're seeing the theme, right? These are all connected. Okay, you're not common risk factors for heart disease. High blood pressure, hypertension, strain the heart and lead to heart disease if left unchecked. High cholesterol, we all know we've got, you know, LDL, we've got HDL, there's other types of cholesterol out there too, but the LDL is generally considered, you know, and understood to be the bad cholesterol. Low levels of HDL, which is considered the good cholesterol, of course, are both going to contribute to the potential development of heart disease. Smoking, okay, who on this planet doesn't know that smoking now causes heart disease along with a multitude of other uh, were diseases. you ever a smoker? I was. Yeah. You were? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I, I never got it. I did chew tobacco for a little bit, which is gross and disgusting. Yeah, I had all I, sorts I of that. I had all sorts of bad habits when I was in my twenties. And uh, yeah, I look back and I'm like, God, how did I even do that? And then stress, 
chronic stress. Okay. And why stress? Well, because it's probably leading to some of these other things. If you're stressed, you mm-hmm. might be eating unhealthy. You might be grabbing that bag of chips. You might be eating those cookies because it feels good. It gives you a boost of hormones and all that stuff. You probably have hypertension if you have chronic stress. And then lastly, diabetes. Okay. Poorly managed diabetes is going to increase the risk of heart disease as well as other complications. So are there others? There probably are others, but these are kind of, what is that? Maybe eight of them. There's, those are the big ones. Those are the big eight risk factors. Yeah. And I would say just the awareness of those risk factors that you just mentioned can help school leaders promote, just being aware of it can promote a healthier lifestyle within, you know, yourself, your school community and encourage, you know, preventative measures to reduce the risk of heart disease among you know, first and foremost yourself, but also your staff and students. And I look, you know, you're reading those and I was looking back, I look back nine years ago where I was, man. Well, you thought you might've been having a heart attack, right? Yeah. I got checked into the emergency room and thinking I was having a heart attack. So, you know, those are things and that's from, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of different things in, you know, you talk about the principalship and you talk about stress and the situation that I was in. But I really had to take a clear look at myself and say, okay, what do I got to do differently? And I had to make some major changes. And I know you did too. Well, it's maybe I, this thought just popped into my head as we were talking about this. Let's pretend, now bear with me here. I'm going to kind of go off a beaten path here. I'm going to try to use some type of analogy here. You're going to do the, I don't know, off-road like Baja 1000, right? You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, the hot, that's uh, yeah, the, running the, in the heat, right? No, you got the buggies. It's the off-road oh, the cars oh, yeah, and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So if you go through that race with a subpar chassis, right, maybe it's got some broken welds, it's kind of janky, it's kind of, you know, you're probably not going to get very far, right? Because you're putting that chassis through some extremely high stressful situations, you know, torque and speed and all the stuff. Well, we got to start thinking about the same thing with us, right? If you are somebody who is overweight, you're sedentary, you have high blood pressure, you have diabetes but you're going to try to go do life, your chassis is going to break, right? At the high you, level. And then especially at the high level right, we do it, right? right? You have to have a strong engine. You have to have all the parts, you know, a good suspension. Your lines need to be clean. If you got a clog in your gas line, your car's not going to run. Well, you got a clog in your artery, you're not going to run. You right. know, we got to start thinking about that. So it goes into the, it goes into the fatigue. It goes yeah. into decision-making. It goes into all sorts of things that can just start spiraling down, not a good place. And, you know, so when we're talking about this, I want principals and leaders and educators to know, Hey, we've lived, we've been on the bad side of this. Yep. So, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm perfect and we know all the answers, but we are experienced folks who are living and leading in the principalship and trying to get better at what we do both personally and professionally. So there's all sorts of things. Hey, let's talk. I want to move into, so we've talked about some of those risk factors and pay attention to those. Yep. And if you're seeing those things, there's so many things you can do. And maybe we'll get into some of those things here. I know later on in the show, but. And now a word about our partner, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able 
to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now back to the show. How does focusing on the importance of your own heart health impact a principal, a leader, an educator, both positively and negatively? And I want to talk, first, I want to talk about the positive side of things. So the importance of heart health for principals can have both positive and negative impacts on the principal. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about the positive ones. Okay. I'm going to have you talk about the negative ones. So the positive impacts. So first of all, it's just an improved well-being, right? You prioritizing heart health can lead to improved overall well-being. Well-being, I always picture like just like almost like a, a buzzing, a nice soft buzzing sound around your body. It's an aura of just peace around your body. That's when I think of the word well-being. And I always try to get, you know, when I'm meditating or I'm working out, just that peaceful, that well-being. So really that it can help with your improved well-being. It's going to give you more energy, focus, resilience to carry out your responsibilities of a principal or of an educator or of a leader. Role modeling by prioritizing heart health as a principal. You can set a positive example for your school community. You can promote a culture of wellness and healthy habits for those that you serve, those who are around you. And I think that's important to be doing that. Third thing I would say for another positive impact about the importance of heart health for a principal, leader, educator, is just that enhanced leadership. Good heart health can contribute to better decision-making, effective stress management, improved interpersonal relationships, because we are in the relationship business. That's what we're about. We deal with people, human capital every single day, and ultimately enhancing the principal's leadership capability. So those are three that have positive impacts for heart health. Why don't you talk about the negative impacts? Yeah. How about stress and pressure? I mean, just the simple awareness of the importance of heart health may also add pressure on principles, you know, to maintain a healthy lifestyle. You know, just that pressure of, oh, now I need to do this. Okay. So that could potentially be a negative impact. Time constraints. Okay. Listen, it takes time and effort to work on yourself. Okay. We've talked about this before. Everybody gets the same 24 hours in a day. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can't. 1440, baby. Right. You cannot be working on yourself while sitting on the couch eating ice cream. Okay. You can't do it. Okay. No. So time constraints, balancing the demands of the role with prioritizing heart healthy habits could present challenges in terms of time management. You know, trying to you get to figure out what your priorities are. Okay. Help. Well, Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, that, that number, we've talked about this number, the 1440, how you, how are you mm -hmm. going to tune in and how are you going to, how are you going to check in with that number to say, okay, what's important to me and how am I going to, you know, put my block of time in for myself so I can take those minutes out of that 1440 on myself. Cause really it's about raising your frequency and how do you raise your frequency? You start taking care of yep. yourself. Yep. Then the last negative is just the simple neglecting heart health. It can lead to potential health issues, obviously impacting your principal, your role, your ability to fulfill those duties. Hey, look at me. I spent time yeah. out of the, I spent time out of the office, Kevin. Right. When I had to go to the hospital and, you know, spent time there, I wasn't able to be in the building. I wasn't able to do the things that I was supposed to do. So I wasn't, you know, taking care of myself. Now there's a lot of things that can happen, but that's, you know, that's something that I always look back at yeah. and say, well, Got to be better. Let's talk strategies. Yeah. What do you think? I got some of the, I got some of the, you got some. Okay. So yeah. There are, I think there's 
you know, we're not going to hit all of them. I think I've got, I think you and I have got seven here that practical strategies that a principal could maybe start prioritizing their heart health and put into practice. One of them, and we talk about this a lot, and I'm going to keep talking about it Mm -hmm. because you can keep reading the research on it, but regular exercise, make time for regular physical activity. It could be just going for a walk. It could be jogging. It could be running. It could be, I know a lot of people like to participate in a fitness class to promote cardiovascular health, but just get moving. I would say find some time in your day for regular exercise, move, could be lifting weights, could be yoga, a lot of different things you can do. Find something and do it because it's good for your body. It's good for your heart. It's good for your mind. It's good for your spirit. Just do it. The other thing is uh, a strategy is look at your diet, look at your nutrition. What are the foods you're putting in? You said it earlier, the foods you're putting in, that's going to impact how you feel, right? And how you interact in your day. So you know, look at your fruits, look at, look at your veggies, you know, proteins, healthy fats, and really just minimize the processed and high fat foods. That's for me, that's probably the first thing I did is I looked at, okay, how can I minimize those processed and high fat foods that just are not, that are not good for me. And isn't it amazing if you think back to this, because I know I, I experienced this when I changed, when my wife and I changed the way we ate, it was almost an instant change in the way that you feel. I mean, just like literally a a couple of days. I mean, just a couple Mm -hmm. of days. And if you stick with it, I truly believe the average person is walking around thinking that the way they feel is normal because quite frankly, it is normal for them because that's your barometer. That's your normal every day. Until you make a change and you're consistent, you stick with it, you have no idea how much more amazing you can feel. And then not even to mention the stuff that's happening on a cellular level. And you know what I mean? But so, I don't know. I just wanted to point that out. Truth bomb there. I love it. Another, Another practical strategy is just looking at stress management. How can you incorporate stress management techniques into daily routines? Routines are so important. We talked about it. You get 1,440 minutes per day. Everybody gets it. How you spend that, though, is up to you. So what are some things that you can put in your daily routine? It could be mindfulness, meditation, deep breathing exercises. And that's, you know, this whole breathing thing I told you. Was it last week, Kevin? I told you, I said, God, I've been really struggling mentally and all that stuff. Well, a couple things that I noticed, I had to get back into my body again. And it was with just some breath work. But then it was also getting outside and getting out into nature. And that really helped with my stress management, that's again, for me, or engaging in a hobby or activities can bring re- relaxation. And the last one here, Kevin, before I turn it over to you is the importance of just regular health checkups. I know Dr. Ryan James, he talked about this when we were, when he was on the pod about a month ago. Jackson. about Yeah, Jackson. I'm sorry. What would I say? James. James. That's all right. Know. I got all sorts of people in my head. You know, it's been a long day, pal. Hey, <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, but Jackson, Dr. Ryan Jackson, when we had him on the show about a month ago, just those regular health checkups, man, go get them. Schedule those medical checkups, you know, check in on your, get some blood work done, check your blood pressure, cholesterol levels, just your overall heart health. And then, you know, make sure that you are trying to find that preventative care and taking those recommendations on getting yourself in a better spot for you. Yeah, I think that I'm going to piggyback off that one just because I think that one's so important. I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, I got a friend that I grew up with. My age, athlete, you know, he played football at West Point. I mean, this is what you would 
classify as a, you know, an athlete. I mean, he was a stud and mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, you know, I've kind of lost touch with him, but I know through friends and whatnot, a couple of years ago, he wasn't feeling so hot and he ended up having one of his arteries was almost completely blocked. He's not obese. He's not, doesn't smoke, doesn't, you know what I mean? Like you just don't know. You're so do go to the doctor. You know, there's people that are afraid to go get their regular, their yearly physical or get some blood work done. You got to do it. You got to do it. It's so important. So yeah, I'm going to continue talking about work-life integration. Okay. We like to use that word. Just making sure to strive to maintain that healthy work-life integration. Make sure you're setting boundaries. uh, You're delegating tasks when possible and just making time for personal interest and relaxation. Hey, can I say something about, can you, for the listeners out there, you know, we've had a lot of people talk to us about work-life balance. Why, Kevin, did you and I change this terminology? Yeah. I know you and I have had this yeah. conversation. We did change it to work-life integration. So. Because ultimately, I think we're too hard on ourselves. And when you hear the word or the term work-life balance, automatically, I don't care who you are, you naturally just think of like a teeter-totter. And you're thinking, mm-hmm. I got to walk through life and it's got to be completely level. It's got to be parallel to the ground 24 hours a day. 12 months a year, like that's just how it is. That's not reality. That is not reality. Life ebbs and flows. Things happen. Things at work, things happen at work. Things happen outside Mm -hmm. of work. You might spend a day, a week, a month, and that teeter-totter might be tilted one way or the other, okay? Mm -hmm. You're going to have things in your life that are going to pull energy, attention, focus from time to time. That's okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you still have to figure out how to integrate all those things that are happening to where you're not negatively impacting your overall health and wellness. And so that's why we use the word integration and try to get away from that balance. Because again, people are critical of themselves. And if they're walking through life and they're saying, well, my, my life is out of balance, well, then they automatically just beat themselves up. That's no good. And that's no good. Oh, and integrating the work, you said it perfectly, but integrating the work side of things, you know, what can you do at work, you know, to take care of yourself? What can you do, you know, outside of work to take care of yourself that, that integrates and it goes back and forth. And I think you said that really well. And I like that we have started to use the word integration rather than balance, because yeah. I think that does put, like you said, some stress, yes. added stress on yeah. you. So continuing on, okay, stop using tobacco. Okay. <laughs> Stop smoking. Stop, stop it all. It's just that, again, we live in a world where the literature is so overwhelmingly significant to, to show the correlation. Just stop. I mean, you might as well go suck on a tailpipe of a car. I mean, just, it's not good for you. <laughs> so just stop. Okay. And then lastly, we talk about this a lot. Make sure you're seeking support. Okay. Seek support from colleagues, mentors, professional counselors, you know, anybody and everybody, but don't hang on to this stuff yourself, okay? Because it all is connected. And if you're not taking care of, you know, one of these, you're more likely to fall victim to some of these other things. And so ask for help, ask for help. We talk about that all the time, okay? So by prioritizing your own heart health through these personal strategies, principals are going to be able to lead by example. They're going to be able to maintain the well-being necessary to effectively fulfill their leadership role within the school community. Super, super important that leaders are working on these strategies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what do we got? 
Let's let's wrap this let's wrap this show up here. Are we already that pieces. at that point, man? That yeah. kind of flew by. It did. It went by quick, Ben. We're having fun. We're talking yeah. about it. We're not, you know, we're not going crazy in depth with it today, pal. But we're we want to give a little bit of, you know, the importance of it. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. It. So we're, what are we doing? We're leaving one one piece of advice. One okay, piece of advice. You know, yeah, you kick it off. We already talked about it, but I'm going to reemphasize um, making sure that you're getting regular activity in regular physical activity. Listen, even if it means walking for five minutes a day, okay? Even if that's where you're starting, I don't care, okay? Start where you are at and every little bit matters, okay? You're never going to get to the point where you're, you know, I think we've talked about it before. What's the recommended physical activity amount in a week? Like 90 minutes, I think. Is that right? 150 150, minutes. Okay, 150 150 minutes. minutes. That's not that much, but you're never going to get there if you don't start. Okay. No amount of effort is too small. So that's my piece of advice. No matter how small it is, just start. How about you? That's a good one, Kev. Yeah. If someone wants to just get on their journey, I think it's, I talked about this earlier too, but just make time for some stress relief activities. You get, like I said, you get 1,440 minutes a day. You need to prioritize yourself figure out what are those stress relief activities that you want to do. And maybe you start checking in on this mindful meditation. What's that about? I mean, there's a lot of research on there. There's a lot of great things. If you're one out there that want to chat, I would love to chat with the principals, leaders, and educators about it. That's something that I have been putting into practice for a while now, and I find so many benefits. It could be deep breathing exercises, or for God's sakes, you know, did I share this already with you, or did this share the show? 90%, maybe I was doing this on one of our social media accounts, but you know that the average person spends 90% of their time indoors? No, you didn't didn't share that. Wow. 90% of their time, the average person spends indoors. That's not good for you. No. It's not good for you and all the things. So I would say to, I, I know I'm rambling on here about my thing, but get outside, go breathe some fresh air, go into nature, go on a trail, go outside i will tell you i promise you and i and this is what i'll do and i know when i get into a spot i have to get home i change i put my shoes on and i just get on a trail and i start walking and it usually it's about 20 minutes for me and then i start to feel that whatever and then you know sometimes i go for a half hour sometimes i go for an hour and a half but i get outside i try to spend time out in nature but taking care of your mental well-being is just as important as your physical activity when it comes to your heart health. Good so, point. Kevin, I appreciate always hanging out with you. And I want to close this out here. So as school leaders, it can be easy to put our own health on the back burner in the midst of our busy schedules. However, the statistics and facts surrounding heart health make it clear that we cannot afford to neglect our well-being by prioritizing heart health and implementing practical strategies, we can set a positive example for our school communities and ensure that we are able to continue leading with energy and vitality for years to come. And that's what we want, baby. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We hope that you will take the time to prioritize your own heart health. A healthy leader is a strong leader. Keep living and leading with purpose and remember it all starts with you.